0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast, I'm Jake, and I'm also Jake, and today we are
1: going to start a new series where we predict the NFL divisions, and today our first division will be the AFC East, so Jake, you could start us off.
0: So, I'm just going to tell you what we're going to do, so we're going to first like, say like, our standings for if there's a season, next season, or whatever, then we're going to go on and say like our like most improved players, some stats, and then I'll like, say a rookie of the year, defensive player of that team, like the best player from each like offense, defense, rookies. And that's what we're gonna do for like every division for our next two podcasts in the series. So we're gonna start off with the standings in the all of my first place team, which is the Buffalo Bills, and I think they're gonna go eleven and five. And I think what why do you th- why do you think that, Jake? I think this because the, the Bills have a very very skilled and underrated team. On my point, like you have Tre'Davious White on defense. They have a very solid defense. They have I think Devin Singletary might have another breakout season at running back. They signed Stefan Diggs, so I think it's a great, gr- very, very good player. Josh Allen, I think, has is this very solid, and they just have a very solid defense. I think, I think Isaiah McKenzie, who's a top four receiver, is going to play a lot, and Ed Oliver is going to have a breakout season. I just think, I have a lot. Of, I think that they're going to be really good this season. On my point. So, Jake, um, what's your first place team?
1: So, I also agree with you on your points with the Bills. They have a very nice underrated team. They have some young players coming up, like who you said. Um, at Oliver, they recently drafted AJ Espinosa. So I think they have some really young guys who could help them. Obviously, now Josh Allen, he had a pretty nice year last year, and they also made a big splash this offseason getting Stephon Diggs, which I think is really going to benefit their offense. So I definitely see this team as a first place team, and my record prediction is 10, and, 10 and 6.
0: Okay. Close for the rankings, and I still see that too. So for second place, let's see, let's have you go first. For our so second. I had
1: the Patriots. Um, you know, obviously, um, they lost Tom Brady, which is going to really hurt their franchise. He's probably one of—he's the goat. It's going to really like make them not the best team anymore. Like, they're still a decent team; they could contend for a wild card. I just don't see them having the same success they did in a few years. Um, they did—they still have Stefan Gilmore, who's probably the best defensive player in the league. They have some young guys like Sony Michelle and nice offensive peace piece there. Jared Stidham. We don't know how he's gonna play. We we he could be a solid player. He could be the next Tom Brady or it could be a bust. You never know. Like that's the kind of guy he's gonna be. But who do you have for second place? So shape?
0: I also oh what's first on um, one you just have them going? Nine seven, you said, or Yeah,
1: I had them going nine okay. and eight, eight and eight
0: So oh you're eight and eight. For me, I had nine seven, also Patriots. But for me, my I, I have the same reasons as you, but I think I think my, on my point, I think they're definitely. Good. I think if Cam Newton's still free agent in a few weeks and they're, he's actually trying to sign somewhere, I think Bill Belichick can get him. But if they don't get Cam Newton, worst point they have to play Stidham or Jake Fromm, who they recently drafted, and both of those guys are. I guess, no, Jake Fromm went to the Bills. On uh, uh, Bills, yeah, right. So Jake Stidham is still like not bad quarterback. I think they could do a lot with him. He could either be a buster. He'd be like a like a Tom Brady type of player that maybe not as good as him, but still like be a player no one really knew about. And he's still gonna be pretty good. So I think that they have a very solid. There's okay offense, young pieces, a great defense, and they build out coaching. So maybe spot – well, I see them going to the wild card, but I mean, that's all I really have for them. But they're a solid team, so second place in the is for me.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with there. They have some really good pieces there which could benefit their team and possibly a wild card team. So I'll start us off with third. This one was a tough choice for me, actually. I was between the Dolphins and Jets, obviously. I actually went with the Dolphins. I don't think the Jets fans are going to like me there, but – I went with the Dolphins. I just like the Dolphins. They have a very young team, and they also have some really nice players there. They obviously made some big splashes in the offseason, uh, signing Byron Jones, and then they drafted Tua of Valala from Alabama. So I think they definitely have a lot of young guys coming up who could definitely benefit them in a few years, and possibly they could have a pretty decent year. This year I have them going 7-9, and nine, which might be a little bit of a push, like m- maybe more like a 6-5 win team, but... You never know what this team could do. Like you don't know if two is gonna play or they're gonna sit him out for the year just so he could rehab a little bit more. So we'll kind of see what happens and let's see how the Dolphins do.
0: What so about for you, Jake? I also had Dolphins easy on my point, even though they suck for a long time. I think this year is definitely a, they're gonna have a breakout season. I am going seven and nine, which most likely not a playoff spot, but definitely not as low well as the draft pick that they usually pick. I think that maybe not this season, but the season after they could get in the wildcard spot. They they're very young and talented. They drafted by Lowe, who I love from Bama. They signed, I think, maybe Calvin Lloyd, but they definitely signed Byron Jones. They are signing a bunch of Patriot dudes. A very, they had a very good free agency class. They they signed they had Christian Wilkins in their draft last season. He's a good defender. I think they have a very, very, very young team, and Brian Flores is a young coach. I think there's too many young players, so that's why they're not a playoff team yet. But they have a lot of potential, and I think that they're a very solid team. So I definitely agree with you there, I definitely agree with you. Yeah.
1: That's hundred percent. So, in um, our
0: last great. standing pot spot for the AFC East, both of us have the near Jess, I'll say my reason why they're last and going five and eleven for me. I'm just in last because they just don't have that mega pieces. I mean that's the real reason. They I mean um not a great coach, I guess. I think it was Adam Gay still maybe. Not I don't see him as a great coach. I mean they do have Sam Darnold who has potential. I don't I just don't see him being that good yet. I mean I do have Denzel Mims who they drafted. No that's a good draft pick. They also drafted, um, they also Mackay Becton. The Becton, who's also a solid, um, I think either a boom or a bust, and I'm gonna say that later. So they have some young pieces, but it's not as many as like the Dolphins or Bills do. So I still see him being that good yet. I mean, maybe in like three years, they can, or they, if they have a really good draft class or a free agency class next season. But other than that, I still don't see him going far this season.
1: Yeah. So for my, I also had the Jets there, obviously because. Of, they have some good pieces there. I could admit Jamal Adams is a very good player.
0: But he did Le'Veon request the He did request a trade, so yeah, I don't see him staying I was gonna there. mention that. Yeah, well, he might not be a Jet at the end of the year, but I think at the he, end of the oh, year oh. he's gonna be. According to myself and a bunch of people, he's probably gonna go to the Cowboys, which I do hate. Obviously, but I don't want that. Honestly, I'm you know, a Giants fan. Honestly, a lot of people probably don't like that unless they're a Cowboys fan, because yucky yucky Cowboys. No one really likes. But most likely, then be going somewhere not on, not in the AC East. So I don't see him staying there for long. But if he ends up wanting to stay at the Jets, he's one of the best defenders in the league. So well, I think we're really only saying that because we're Giants fans. We don't
1: really like the Cowboys. But um, moving on, like they said, like Darnold has potential. He just hasn't really shown it. Same thing, Le'Veon Bell. They signed him for a lot of money. They expect him to be the star he was a few years ago. He did not produ- He did not. He did not have productive stats, and that's something. That I think he could build off of and have a nice year, but I obviously don't see the Jets going doing that well. Obviously, you said they drafted Micaiah Becton, Denzel Mims, who's going to be a pretty nice receiver for them. They also drafted some young guys like Bryce Hall there, so they have a pretty good team, but I don't see them having a good record. I see them going 4-12, maybe getting them a good pick, and obviously, like Quinton Williams didn't have the best first year for them. Yeah, I think he was injured for a little bit. They traded away Leonard Williams, so they're losing some pieces, but they're always they're also growing some pieces. So I don't see this team doing well for a few years, but maybe their young guys like Darnold could um, product for them, and then they'll be a good team in a few years, but
0: not yet. Okay, so before we move on to our, like our fake awards, like best player in each uh, like position and like rookies, all that, we're just gonna talk about some stats and like maybe a few stat predictions. I'll we'll start off with some Bill stat predictions. so I'll go on with Josh Allen. How many, how many touchdowns do you think he's going to throw Jake this season? I don't think he's going to throw – I think he's more of a rushing guy. He's going to have more –
1: he's going to have a lot of – I'm going to tell you stats from last year. Um, He threw 20 touchdowns. I see him having another 20 touchdown a year, maybe even 25. But I think we'll stay
0: in around the low 20 area. What about you, Jake? Oh, so I went different. I see him as a rushing quarterback. But since they signed Stefan Diggs, I went way up, and I've been throwing 35 touchdowns. I think he's going to have a breakout season. But speaking of rushing yards, he's definitely going to have over like 200 rushing yards. He's a very, very fast guy. But I do throw him throwing like 13 picks because, I mean, if you're going to throw that many passes to like Stefan Diggs and like John Brown, who are very solid receivers, you're going to throw some picks and they don't have a great O line yet. So I do see him throwing a good amount of picks, but I do see him throwing a lot of touchdowns. So let's move on to we'll do like one more stat from a front position on the Bills. Also, let's so, do Diggs. Let's do Stefan Diggs. Diggs. So for me, I have Stefan Diggs breaking out with fourteen touchdowns and one th- plus one thousand three hundred yards, which I think is actually pretty solid. on My point, Jake. What are you been doing? I think like, I think he's on breakout. Looking out at one. his stats
1: from last year, he had six touchdowns, which is good, but you know he could build off of that. He had one thousand one hundred thirty yards. I see him having a one thousand one hundred yard again. Like, maybe he'll catch like nine or ten touchdowns, which is maybe a little bit of a reach, but I see him having a really nice year and probably a Pro Bowler.
0: Okay, I do agree with that. And for next, we're going to go on to the, I think we'll do the Pink trip stats next. We'll start off with, I guess, no, we'll start off with, I think, we'll do QB. For me, I I still have Cam Newton at my stat prediction for them, but if it's not Cam, there's Dirt to them. So I think if Cam is their quarterback, he can definitely throw 27 plus touchdowns. If he's not their quarterback, I don't think Jerry Stidham is throwing 25-plus touchdowns. I still see him doing that.
1: To be honest, I doubt they're going to down- sign Camden now because, um, obviously, I think, I don't know if you guys watched it, but Bill Belichick um, said he believes in Stidham. He says he's probably going to be the starter. But I see Stidham having not the best year, but he'll be pretty decent. He'll have, like, maybe, like, in the high 2,000s, maybe 3,000 yards. I don't know maybe like high 2000s, that's what I'm going for. I think he's going to throw a good amount of interceptions because the a guy like him, he's a young guy, but he's going to build off of a pretty – he's going to build off – he's going to be a pretty good player, but maybe not yet. Let's not rush it with him.
0: Okay, and their other stat – let's go on to their defense stats. I know we're, Sonny Michel's a great piece, and they got some good receivers, but let's, say, let's do how many interceptions Gilmore. their things Stephon are going to get. Let's do Stephon Gilmore's stats. So I see Gilmore getting five plus interceptions. I know that's a lot, but I do see him getting that and he definitely is gonna have like thirty plus tackles. I think he's just an absolute beast. Definitely Pro one of the best defenders in my in the league. I think he might have five even six plus interceptions. So what about you, Jake? What do you think he's gonna do?
1: So looking at stats from last year, he he had six interceptions and he scored um he had two pick sixes. So, um I could see him having like a six interception here again and then Maybe I think he has a chance to win the defensive player year again because he's probably one of the best defensive players in the league. He also had fifty-three tackles last year. I see, have I see him having even more this year. So he's definitely going to be the same guy he was last year, maybe even better.
0: Yeah, do agree with that. Now let's move on to the Dolphins stats, and we're gonna, for this team. Let's do Tua. We're going to do Tua Tagovailoa stats, and let's do Devonte Parker's stats. So let's start with Tua Tagovailoa. And I see Tua throwing, tw- I think, around 28, 27 touchdowns. And I see him throwing 2,400-plus passing yards, which is a lot. But, on the other hand, I do have him throwing, like, 16 interceptions, 18 maybe in Because their are lines not great, and he's very young. So, those are my stat predictions and why. But, um, let's Jake, what do you have for Tua's stats? Well, oh,
1: um, lo- I was looking at some rookie stats from last year, like Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, guys like that. And I looked at them. They all have pretty similar stats. And... I see a guy like Tua, if he doesn't play because of his injury, the, the Dolphins might don't want to risk it because he could have a more serious injury. But obviously, I think he might have a 3,000-yard year, which sounds like a lot. But in reality, it's a very good amount. But still, I don't think he's going to be in the lower areas, like 3,100. Three, like, um, he's going to throw, I think, like 20 touchdowns if he's healthy. and But his interception rate is going to be like maybe like 12 interceptions. So... I see him having a really nice year to start his career, but maybe not the rookie of the year, but he's going to put up some pretty good numbers.
0: I do agree. So now let's move on to breakout season last year, Devontae Parker. I was, I'm saying breakout, not just, but he is old, but I'm saying breakout because he had, I think, based on his last he definitely had, like, seven touchdowns or something like that. But I see him breaking out again, having maybe, you know, 11 touchdowns this season, and I think he could definitely break 800 yards. Catching, I think Devontae Parker's a very good like slot receiver. Pretty tall, I think on his point for a slot receiver, and I think he's going to just go off this season.
1: So you said you said he's a pretty old guy. He's still in his twenties, so I think he's still got a few years in him. But last year he had 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. I see him going to ten touchdowns. Like that might seem like a lot, but I think he's capable of that, and he'll probably stay in that 1,200 range. Maybe even 1,300 or go down to 1,100. It really depends on if Tua plays or not. Because Fitzpatrick, you know, he's he's not your um, star quarterback. He's your journeyman-type quarterback. But I, I see Devontae Parker having a Pro Bowl year.
0: Okay. So Now, lastly, for stats, let's do the Jets. Um, Sam we'll, Darnold and Levy on balance. Yeah, let's do Levy and Sam Darnold. We'll start off with Sam Darnold. Um, I don't see Sam Darnold doing that good again. I see him throwing maybe 24, 25 touchdowns. Not that much. Maybe, like... Similar, maybe to rookie, right. maybe still more rookie t- to uh, to uh, stats, but I think definitely less touchdowns. Maybe 2,000 like 300 yards. I don't see him throwing that many yards because they don't have great receivers, and I do see him throwing a lot of picks with bad line. I they, I know they did just draft an about uh, offensive lineman. I think, or what, they drafted a they drafted Makai Beckton. So I do see the Jets maybe not throwing as many picks as last season for Sam Darnold, but it's definitely still like 13. And I still see him having a great season. So, Jake, what do you have to say about Sam Darnold?
1: So, I like looking at people's stats from the year before. And he, he did break 3,000 yards, which is impressive. But his um, pick rate was not that well. He threw, thir- threw 13 interceptions and 19 touchdowns, which is not a great split. So, I see him going like to 2,800 yards and throwing just about like, 19, 20 touchdowns like he did last year.
0: Okay. So lastly for our staff, let's go Le'Veon Bell. And Jake, you wanna go first, Flav?
1: Yeah, so obviously last year he didn't have a great year. He had a good year, but like he's not as good as people expected. He didn't he did not break a thousand yards, playing in fifteen games, which he really should have done. If he if he was on the Steelers he would have done that, but like like his prime Le'Veon would have easily got a thousand yards, but he had seven hundred um, plus yards and I definitely think he could break a thousand this year if he um if he if he goes back to the levy on we're used to but you never know what could happen with him he could get hurt he could just not perform well like he did last year so we'll really see what happens but I see him going maybe to 900 yards or possibly a thousand but we'll really see what happens like it's hard to call right now if they're if they're gonna delay the season or not
0: okay so for me I do agree with you and I think prior Le'Veon will be great. But I think Blood's going to break out this season. I think he has maybe 12 touchdowns, 13 even, but most of them I think will rush. He's not really a captain guy. But I think he's going to break 900 yards rushing. I think he hit, might hit like 950 even. I think he's just going to be a very, very good running back this season with a good, solid O-line now. I think Sam Darnold's based on last season, who he didn't play great, maybe he's going to have to hand it off a little more. They don't have great receivers, so that's why I'm saying this, because they lost Robbie Anderson. I think he's going to break out.
1: So, one more th- one more thing before we move on to our um, player, like, awards. Um, I think I want to talk about, like, who do you see, like, going far in the postseason in this division? Obviously, I see the Bills
0: maybe um, going to the second so round. So, in the series, in this NFL, like, series for our predictions, I think we should do, like, a playoff prediction. So, I'm not going to say that as yet. But I do see the Bills definitely going far. I'm just going to leave that out there. But in our next few episodes, we will say playoff prediction soon. So, we'll leave that for an, a new, like, a more like in the next episode but i do see okay. the bills going far so now let's move on to like maybe like big moves like predictions and like player status like who you think can get cut or like who you think will have like this amount of interceptions blah, blah blah so let's go to the bills let's say who you thinks gonna be the best rookie they drafted on this team for um
1: B- let's do, I, I actually let's do mvp rookie of the year sleeper and most improved okay okay so i'll start with mvp i gotta go with josh allen for the Bills. You know. He's a great player. You know, obviously, what I talked about him before, he's definitely still a young guy. He's definitely could still build on him, uh, on how he plays, but I do see him having a really nice year. Who do you have for the RMB? So, for
0: me, I do love Josh Allen, but I actually think of Devin Singletary. I think Devin Singletary is going to break out against, be like one of the stars on their team. If I want stat wise, yes, Josh Allen's first position stats are better. But I think this Devin Singletary might be one of the best players on his team now. So,. Let's move on to their rookie player, and I'll start with me. And so For me, it's going to be A.J. Epinesa from their defensive end. They picked with the 54th second-round pick out of Iowa. I think A.J. is a very, very good player. He's more of a sack guy. They get a lot of tackles, edge rusher. He's very, very good, and he's definitely going to be their best. Like best. Because all the rookies they picked, none of them are very like good to me. Besides, I guess Zach Moss and Jig Fromm are good. But A.J. Epinesa is definitely the best out of all they drafted. So for me, it's going to be their rookie of the year.
1: So I also had AJ Espinosa here. You know, obviously they traded their first rounder to the, I believe it was the Vikings for Stefan Diggs. So I went with their second rounder and AJ Espinosa. I think like what Jake said, he's going to, he might take a little bit to develop in my opinion, but he's definitely going to benefit their defense and help them.
0: Yeah. So now let's move on to their, their sleeper player. And for me, their sleeper is going to have to be Cole Beasley. I know Cole Beasley is getting old, but he, he's just a very, very good good defender. I'm a, I'm a good receiver. He catches a lot of balls, maybe not many touchdowns. I see him definitely going over for like five touchdowns. He's like a, more of like that outside guy, pretty big, but no one really talks about him. So I think he's definitely going to be a sleeper for this season. So mine, I think this guy is just super
1: underrated. John Brown, the receiver, he, he, he broke 1,000 yards. No one talks about this guy. He... He broke a 1,000 yards last year. He had six touchdowns. He had a really nice year. So he could definitely still be one of their best players. And I see him being like a sleeper guy
0: that no one really talks about. Okay. And is there like one last word you said? Were we going to do offensive players? Most improved. Most Most improved improved player. So my most improved player is also on that that point going to be Cole Beasley. Last season, he didn't play great back this season. Even though he's like 29, I think he's going to have another like more – not break yet, but like definitely three more touchdowns this season – I think he's underrated, even though he's the third best receiver on their team. I think he's definitely gonna have a good season with Josh Allen, at quarterback, a good, a solid line. I think he's just gonna do good. So he's my most, most improved and sleeper.
1: So my most improved is your MVP, actually Devin Singletary. Um, I know he had a great year last year. I think he could be a top guy in the league, like in a few years. That's why I think he's gonna jump from he was he was here last year, like he was a pretty good player, but he's gonna jump to a really good player this year, I think. So we could definitely see him in the pro bowl in my opinion and maybe the top guy in the league so let's move on to the patriots and i'll start with my mvp for them i gotta go with gilmore you know he he won he won defensive player of the year last year he's just an awesome defensive player for them and I, i i think he's gonna win that award who do you have
0: I also have to go Stefan Gilmore, one of the best defenders in the league, maybe even the best, and it's just a no-brainer. I mean, yes, they have Julian Edelman, still Michelle. If there's a coach player there, probably Bill Belichick. But, I mean, Stefan <laughs> Gilmore is a no-brainer. I think you have to go with him. I mean, they do have a solid defense. They lost some players, too. I think they lost Benoit. I mean, it's a no-brainer, pretty much. They don't have that many pieces, so he's definitely going to be the best player on the team next season.
1: Yeah, so Jake, you
0: could do our Rookie of the Year. I definitely agree with what you just said So there. our Rookie of the Year, I'm going to have to go with – it's a tough one, but I'm going to go for their third-round pick, my boy, um, Anthony Jennings, from Alabama, outside linebacker, because they ha- took Kyle Douglas in the second round, but he's a D2 player. They took they took Joshua Uche, uh, another outside linebacker from Michigan, in the second round, also not bad. But I think Anthony Jennings definitely a steal. Great player, Alabama. I think he's got a lot of talent in him. He did have some injuries last season, injury-prone for, like, I think it was a conference camp, and, like, the semis, to go to beat so they could have gone, or whatever it was. Some game he got injured. But he is maybe a little injury-prone on his knees, but I think he's a great player, and he's definitely their best rookie they've picked, on my point.
1: Yeah, so, Jake, I definitely – I loved what you said about him there. But, you know, I they in the second round, they took a D2 player, and we don't really know much about him. Kyle Duggar, I believe his name was. So I went with Josh Uchi from from Michigan. I – do you think he has decent potential to be a solid player? Maybe not a great player immediately. He's a good he's gonna be a, pa- a good pass rusher for them, so definitely see him being a pretty good player in a few years.
0: Okay, so now we're gonna go to our most improved player, right? No, sleeper, sleeper. Sleeper player. I'm our sleeper, sleeper player for the bill for the for the pass. It's a tough one, but I'm gonna go Nikhil Harry. I think Nikhil Harry has potential. He was injured most of the season last season. That's why he's my sleeper, because no one really talks about him, because he was injured almost the entire season. But I do think Nikhil O'Hara can definitely break six touchdowns, because they don't have that many other pieces. I guess Devin Osioski, they picked, and Julian Ellman, and Philly Michelle, but I think even Stidham or Cam Newton, if they can throw to this guy, he's going to catch a lot of passes, maybe a few touchdowns. I think he's definitely a sleeper. That's a little questionable for me. I don't
1: really agree with everything you just said there, Jake, but I had Jared Stidham. Like, like we said, you know, Stidham, if he's good, he's going to be really good. If he's bad, he could be pretty bad. Like, high ceiling, high four. So, I definitely see him having a decent year. Maybe, like what I said before, like the 2,000-yard range is good for him. Like, he's not going to immediately be Tom Brady in his first year, but he's definitely going to be a pretty good quarterback in two or three years. So, who do you have for most improved, James?
0: So, most improved is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Mohamed Sanu. I think Sanu was pretty bad last season. I think he would definitely break three, four touchdowns, and even as a kick return, he might get maybe even one touchdown. Just cause he's so fast, very he's very agile and big, strong dude. I think maybe not that many touchdowns though, cause they don't have a great team really. And I said maybe like five touchdowns, which isn't that bad. And I think he definitely break like yeah. 500 yards. So I think he's a solid receiver, gonna have an improvement after last season, even though he's getting old. He's gonna be my most improved player for the past.
1: So my, my player was um, Sonny Michel. He's already been a good player in his first two years, but I think he'd make a jump to be a top running back in the league. Like, maybe that's a little bit too much of a push, but I definitely see him being a top running back. You know, last year he put up 9, 900 yards, which is really nice for a running back. You know, hopefully I think he might be able to get the might get to um, 1,000 this year, but I definitely see him having a really nice year. And, yeah, so... We'll move on to our next team in the Dolphins. I'll go first. Um, for my MVP, I have Byron Jones, um, who they, they signed. I think Byron Jones is a great player. He was definitely a great signing for them. You know, they needed a guy like him, a star like him, to help benefit their young team. You know, the top cornerback in the league. He's played on the Cowboys for a while now. But now switching teams, he's going to help them out a lot. And, yeah, I think, I think he's going to be a pretty nice player.
0: So, for me, I had to go with my UConn Husky man, Byron Jones, too. Great signing on my point. Even though a lot of Cowboys fans don't like him, but a lot of do, do like him. I'm going to say why they don't like him. A lot of fans don't like him because he can't make a plan of ball for his life. He only gets, like, a couple interceptions. But he's great at guarding players, and that's why it's going to be so good. Like, I don't think any, like, sl- good best receiver on any team can really do that good against him. Like, maybe, like, players like Michael Thomas will do good. But if you put a player like Sterling Shepard or, like, Michael Gallup, like, those types of, like, Solid players like Marvin Jones against Byron Jones. They're going to get locked up and then not going to do that good at my point. So that's why I think it's a great signing. Even though they, they may have overpaid him a little bit, but I think he's just going to do great. Yeah, so for um
1: for the for the rookie of the year for the Dolphins, there's two guys like if Tua plays, he's going to be there, but I think if he doesn't play, um it's going to be um Austin Jackson um who they drafted. In the first round, you know, I had three first rounders. Austin Jackson's a great player, you know. Um, I liked listening to his story in the draft. He had a very inspiring story with his sister, and also they also had another first round pick. I'm scared to say his name wrong. Noah Igbiani. but those guys also could, all could win that award. But I really see it going through two with two of them.
0: Okay, so, so for who me, you have for sleeper, I think that for sleeper pick. Not the amount like draft pick. Sleeper-wise, I'm going to have to go with a player that's been in the team for a very, very long, pretty long time. maybe a couple of years and Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson never gets talked about, even though he does put up definitely over five touchdowns every single year, I think. I think I see him getting six, seven touchdowns of two of even 750 yards. He's just a great, tall, big man, almost like a tight end. But no one even talks about him. That's why he's my sleeper. So he's my sleeper. And now we're going to move on to our, like... No, I, I want to say my
1: sleeper.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I have Mike Kosicki. Okay. So, definitely think he has good potential. Um, you know, last year he was decent. He had around 700 yards. He caught a few touchdowns. You know, he's a young guy. He definitely could build off what he did last year and become maybe not a star tight end, but he could also be a pretty nice role player for the, um, the Dolphins to keep.
0: So, and now we're going to move on to our last thing for the Dolphins, which is like the draft pick guy. For me, I think the Dolphins have had an insanely good draft. Probably the best draft class I've seen in a while by them because they have Noah Henny, they have Austin Jackson, Tua Tagovailoa, Raekwon Davis out of Alabama. But I'm going to have to go with the no-brainer to uh, just a great player if he stays healthy, definitely one of the best rookie quarterbacks in this draft class easily. It's just a no-brainer for me. We talked about stats earlier, going to be pretty solid if he's healthy, and that's my draft, draft player of the year for them. And now let's move on to the last team in the New York Jets. So
1: I'll go first. Should I go first? Yeah. So my MVP is the man who requested trade, Jamal Adams. You know, obviously he might not be a Jet to start the year, but you know he he's he's an unbelievable player. We all know that Jamal Adams is a great player, one of the best defensive players in the league. So I think he's definitely their best player as of now. But if he gets traded. He'll, be,
0: he'll probably be one of the best players on his next team, if not the best player. Okay. So, for me, as of now, it would be Jamal Adams, but I don't see him being a Jet. So, most likely, I'm going to have to go with Levy on Bell. I think Lev, as we said earlier, maybe could have a breakout season. And I think it's a solid, very, very soft Pro Bowl running back if he plays like his prior self on the Steelers. So, that's my MVP. And now... Rookie of the year. I'll go. I'll
1: start Rookie of
0: the year. Rookie of the year we're going to do now. Okay.
1: So, mine... I like Mekhi Becton, and I also like Denzel Mims. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take the offensive player because um, I like looking at the stats more. And I think Denzel Mims, he's not going to be immediate impact to them, but definitely in a few years, he could be a pretty nice receiver for them. Maybe he could turn out to be like what Sterling Shepard is to the Giants, one of their best receivers, but not like a Pro Bowl guy, just like a pretty nice guy to keep on your team.
0: Okay. So for me – I came down to your two players, in Becton and Denzel Mims, both offensive players, but one's an offensive tackle and one is a receiver. And today, I have to go with Denzel Mims, but just saying, Mikhael Becton, is Why didn't pick him? He's a boom or a bust. And this is saying it means if he's a boom, he's just one of the best off. He's going to be one of the best offensive tackles in the entire league right away because he's so big and strong. But he could be a bust because he fails drug test. That's one reason why he could be a bust. I mean, he's a big player, so and a lot of big offensive tackles that picked early can suck, like Eric Flowers by Giants a few years ago. So yeah. you never know. That's why he's not going to be my rookie. But if he, I, I'm calling it right now, if he's a boom, he's going to be one of the best offensive tackles in the league. But I'm going to go with Denzel Mims, and I think Denzel Mims is going to have just a few shiny moments. I think he's a very solid player, maybe even five touchdowns for a rookie. So like you said, a, very, like a player you want on your team, but now like a pro Bowl player. So like, like a solid player. So he's my rookie of the year. Now it's going to sleeper. Here, I'll
1: start. I'll start us off. My sleeper has been a role player his whole career, Ryan Griffin. Um, he has, he went to your, he went to your favorite college, UConn. But, um, I see him having a pretty nice year. Not a star, but he's always going to be a solid player for the Jets. You know, obviously last year he, he played for them a little bit. He was hurt for a few games, but in the games he played, he was pretty productive. He had, about four hundred yards, so I see him playing a pretty solid player for them and kind of better than he was
0: last year. So my sleeper is tied with two players, which is my boy Ryan Griffin out of Yukon and the other tight end on the team and Chris Herndon, who was injury was injured was all was injured all last season, so that's why Ryan Griffin had a big breakout. But now I think if he's healthy, they're gonna play both of them. So I think both of them will have solid years, both maybe like four touchdowns each. I think Ryan Griffin's the player that no one really talks about it ever, like, you don't really think about him, but he's been a role player for, like, five years now. Very solid tight end that, that you want on your team. He's getting a little older, he's still very solid. Broke out last season, think he's a solid player. And Hernan, on the other hand, I think Chris Hernan is that player that is a big, big, big tight end, like Evan Ingram, I think is my comparison. Very solid player, and he's also pretty good. So, the oh, okay. <laughs> final
1: one is most improved? I'll go first. Um, it's their inside one of their inside linebackers, Avery Williamson. So last he, he does have a torn ACL and he probably will miss the year. But if he if he did play, I well he had a torn ACL. He missed all of last year. But I think he's gonna come back this year and be a really nice guy, really good player for them. And and when he the the year before he got hurt, he had a pretty nice year. He had eighty tackles, um, forty assists, some good stats there. So definitely see him um, being a pretty good player when he comes back from his injury.
0: And for me, so, for our last thing of the uh, day, my most improved for Jets, going to be Jameson Crowder, their number one receiver right now, who I think is going definitely even eight touchdowns. Pretty solid season. No one really talks about him anymore because, like, the team is not doing really that good. He was on the Redskins for a while, pretty good. Solid, very, like, this big overall good player. And that's going to end our podcast for today. One more
1: thing, one more thing. Jake, what are your takeaways from this division? Do you think it's a top division or, like, a, is it a high-tier division, <laughs> middle-tier, or low-tier division?
0: I'm going to have to go middle tier. And they're not high for me because they don't have many great teams, but they're not low because they have a lot of potential. A lot of the players in this division either win like awards like Stephon Gilmore or they have young potential, like the like the Dolphins have long, young potential and Jets to do too. So that's why they're not high or low for me. They're going to be middle tier on my list.
1: Yeah, so for me, they're like more towards the low tier, but I'm going to put them in middle because... There are some good, like the Pats and Bills are still pretty good teams. Dolphins could be good in a few years, and you never know what the Jets are going to do. So this is a good division, and for the viewers, thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys are staying safe during this awful pandemic, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.
0: Peace, guys. Thank you.